0: Welcome to Music Matters Podcast with Daryl Craig Harris, talking about all things music with celebrities, artists, music business insiders and more.
1: Hi, everybody. This is our first uh, episode of Music Matters, um, Music Patterns podcast, where we talk to celebs, we talk to um, music industry insiders, um, all sorts of folks, including even musical instrument manufacturers, uh, magazines, print, media. And uh, today, actually, for my very first guest is my good friend Nigel from France, Nigel J. Farmer. And uh, Nigel is currently the editor of... uh, Jazz in Europe Magazine, and also Jazz Talk News, Music Tribe, it's a, it's a whole empire he's built. <laughs> and we're kind of building together because he's actually my uh, co-producer and partner with uh, Music Matters. So, Nigel, how are you doing today? Yeah, great,
0: Darrell. Thanks very much for having me. Um, and it sounds kind of strange when you say building an empire. I, just, I know, it's, uh, it's
1: your, your small yeah. castle in France.
0: <laughs> yeah, living on a hill. Uh, but, uh, on what what of part of France in are South you I'm um, in southwest France. I'm about um, half an hour's drive directly south of uh, a well-known town called Bergerac. Oh, okay. And, uh, so yeah. you're in the you're in the good food region, right? <laughs> very much. So yeah, uh, and and of course wine as well. Um, right, yeah. So we no, we love it here. It's great. Um, the weather's normally very good. Um, it could get very hot in the summer, but you can of course. Right in the pool and um you know call cool off.
1: So where um and I and I know some of your background but some of actually I'm, I'm curious so where, where did you actually you're from UK originally right?
0: Yeah uh, I was born in the UK um in uh, in Yorkshire actually so my accent should be a little bit different but my parents moved me down south to the town of Windsor, where famous town where Windsor Castle is,
1: which okay. is one of the yeah. Things. that I've actually I've been there. That's a that's kind of like a storybook town. When you come into the train station, the castle's up on the hill. And, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's so and lovely. home of of uh,
1: Legoland, which is
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, before that, it was called a safari park. And uh, okay. in my summer holidays as a school child, I went there. What's called litter picking. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, you had one of those spikes and you had a bag and you just got to pick up, but you (laughs) you know, you got money, you got money for it, which is great.
1: So how how did you end up in France?
0: Oh, it's very protracted, very quickly, I'll summarize it. Uh, Thanks primarily to my dad who worked for the airlines and uh, which allowed the whole family to get flights and travel cheaply. I got the travel bug at an early age. By the time I was 18, 19, I left the UK, um, emigrated to New Zealand, uh, spent a decade there, um, sort of ended up, you know, the old story arrived as a boy and left as a man. Right. Then went on to uh, working in Australia, uh, Hong Kong, came back to the UK for a brief period of time, culture shock, culture shock.
1: Right.
0: uh, Went on. Uh, uh, set up a business, traveled all around Europe and America, uh, then uh, moved to Canada, actually, to Vancouver, B.C. All right,
1: And you were I actually worked. an immigration agent in Canada for, for a while, right? Uh,
0: that's right, yeah. I worked for the immigration system or services, as you say, and um, it was a very, very re- rewarding work. Um, and the Canadian system is, is great that it allows you, if you choose to be what's called a contractor, um, then you can uh, pursue other endeavours as well at the same time, which is what I always wanted to do. Right. So I was effectively a contractor, and then I had other businesses on the side. And um, then I came back to the UK briefly, um, and then on to France. And um, spent my, my parents lived here. Uh, they moved from oh, okay. the United Kingdom down to France. And after my father passed away, I had an opportunity to spend, you know, some time with my mum, which I hadn't really. And um, to sort of reconnect with her. And while I was here um, in France, I actually met my beloved, Pia. Ah, And uh, so we've been, um, we're in, in our home here now, which we've made together. Um, uh, going on nearly ten years.
1: Great. So, yeah, and that's—I yeah. mean—that's such a—I mean—that's actually one of the most beautiful parts of the world. Um, yeah, you know, I love—I mean, obviously, France is known for the food, but just it's—it's it's, that's just a cool. <laughs> like you have the little villages. That's that's a really neat place. Yeah. Um, how did you get? How did you get your? Um, or find your path to being an editor for jazz in Europe like what how did that were you because were you a musician or are you always I know you have a love for music how did that kind of happen for you
0: okay well sort of going back to my dad dad was a you know you see my guitar one of my guitars by me right dad was a massive jazz fan and um always included me in in you know his records and he he came home one day very excited and said, you Nigel, you've got to listen to this. This this guy is the next Wes Montgomery. Right.
1: Like, wow. Okay. Who, who's that? <laughs> yeah, that? So
0: he bought the album Breathing by George Benson. Right, okay. And so I I I sat in the this yeah, long that's a, Such a great,
1: great, great record. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Dad had, you know, beautiful Wharfdale speakers set up in each corner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, it's one of those memories, you know, it's a, it's a golden nugget memory because yeah. um, here I was being introduced to something, uh, a particular form of jazz, that I just fell in love with immediately.
1: Hmm. Um, and, and George was like, it was cool with him because he was very accessible. It wasn't like oh. the, the avant garde out, out stuff. It was like sort of, I don't want to say pop jazz, but it, a little bit. Obviously he had some huge pop hits.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you know, this masquerade and right. uh, all the love times love, love times love is one I, I really enjoy. Right. Um, and I actually went to see him in Wembley and he was just as great live as he was on the record. You and he's a sweet
1: guy, too. Which
0: is... Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Um, the whole crowd just. It was one of those concerts, you know, where it's full up Wembley Stadium. Can you imagine that? And it's full up with goodness knows how many people. And he walks on, yeah, he walks on stage and then the first track starts and then everybody stands up and nobody sat down after that. Everybody was dancing in their aisle piece.
1: That's the thing, too, because, like, you know, I mean, um, we talk about, you know, guys like, I mean, I, I know Kenny G is, Uh, controversial name (laughs) a little bit in the jazz world, but, you know, like um, guys like Benson, guys, um, you know, Chuck Mangione, um, Mangione, um, those guys really opened the world of jazz up to many people that had not really been jazz fans, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: into mainstream. Yeah, definitely. And personally very grateful. I think that, you know, coming sort of quickly to, you know, the present almost. Um, I've been involved in the music in, a, in a, uh, an amateur capacity
1: right.
0: for a long time. Yeah, you're a um, fan.
1: For
0: for, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I got very fortunate to meet some really key people, right. especially in Vancouver, actually, where I lived, um, BC. Mm-hmm. And then I, when I, when I uh, was here, uh, uh, Pia, my wife, we were listening to, um, something on the radio and, uh, it, you know, there was always adverts and, and it's like, it, you know, and it's like it just sort of broke the, the, the mood of husband and wife having a beautiful meal with a glass of red wine in Southwest France. And then there's an advert for, you know, garden furniture or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just, or fertilizer okay. or something. So she said to me, God, I wish we had our own jazz radio station. I went, okay. Uh, I like it when a plan you know, gets yeah. it, uh, hatched. So I developed something called Jazz Republic Radio, which right. is an internet which radio station. It was
1: quite successful, right?
0: Yeah. It went viral all around the world. Um, 177 countries it, was, um, it touched and played in. I was featured on the um, in Paris. There's a every year. There's a big sort of radio show and um, Salon de Paris mm-hmm. or Salon de Radio in Paris. Right. And I was I was one of the main um, radio streams that was played throughout the uh, venue to uh, customers awesome. and and so on and so forth and my voice was heard because I'd done jingles and so on yeah. and so forth and didn't matter the fact that it was. English. And that was,
1: so that was, it was uh, internet radio, right?
0: Yeah, it was an internet radio station. Yeah. and then which, I, is, know, which, has become,
1: <laughs> which has become a huge, I mean, along with podcasting, it's actually become a really huge thing, right?
0: Very much so. And, you know, the next thing I've got Le Monde from Paris on the phone wanting to interview me and other mm-hmm. well-known periodicals right. around the world and,
1: And it opened a lot of doors, right?
0: It absolutely did. And I I sort of morphed into doing a bit of podcasting. Um, Had originally done some radio when I was a younger man uh, for volunteer work. So I'm thinking, hey, this is great. So what started off as my wife saying, I wish we had our own radio station (laughs) morphed into this. And I think it's about riding the wave. Sure. But
1: you got to recognize it. You know? um, well, you know, and we talked about that before too, because we actually be mm. a Nigel chat. We have our 5 a.m. chats. Well, 5 a.m. for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, one of the things we talked about too is just, I mean, being entre- having an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, every great company, Coca Cola, Virgin, whatever, uh, Tesla, um, all started with just an idea, right? Even, I mean, yep. it, you have to have that little nugget to, to kind of jump off with.
0: Yeah, that classic back of the napkin sketch you know Uh, but then of course it's about um, taking it from concept you know through to a tangible thing Um, and I think that one of the greatest gifts that I didn't realize until I got much older that I gave myself was the fact that I became an immigrant by immigrating on right onto the other side of the world as a young man. And yeah. I didn't, I, I couldn't just call mum and dad and say, hey, bail me out or anything right. like that. Yeah, you had so to, find her, I
1: find her had
0: own to path, be, right. yeah, yeah, and uh, therefore didn't sort of suffer. And I, I use the word suffer just as an ex, you know, a, right. a way of expressing I something, not yeah. to be offensive, but I didn't suffer from entitlement issues. Uh, you know, it was nose down, bottom up and go. You got to make um, it work, right? You got to make it work. And, and as you quite rightly say to me, uh, one of your f- wonderful catch-alls is it, it's a process. And, and it quite rightly so. Um, and I think that you, one of the things that uh, I enjoy about our relationship is that we're always brainstorming and swapping ideas. And accepting the slightly like old adage for every no you're closer to a yes right um and, it's, and also to
1: having yeah. um, excuse me having different perspectives you know like we have different yeah. life experiences we all, all both have something um everybody has something to bring to the table I just yeah. you have to be willing to Definitely. listen and and be open to other people's ideas right
0: yeah and and you know that's of course with you and i through being introduced through another journalist um, Fiona, um, who uh, was also writing for right. uh, jazz in Europe.
1: So Fiona Ross, and, and who's yeah. also, also besides being a terrific writer, interviewer, is also um, an amazing jazz musician, producer. She's kind of wearing all hats. And did you know yeah. Fiona was the uh, original Annie in Le- on the yeah. West End of London? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a funny exactly story. Right, Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. going we're gonna have her on the podcast, and I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna i yeah. pick on her about that a little bit. She kind of dropped that. Put, she dropped that nugget on me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better put three
0: hours aside because her story is absolutely yeah, fantastic. That's awesome.
1: So I got
0: in. In fact, uh, somebody called out uh, a really lovely Aussie guy called Andrew Reed. Right, um, mutual friend. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and I was, in fact, I was helping um, a really talented um, jazz vocalist who'd moved from the UK to France um, possibly find um, a, a record company, a record oh, right. label, sorry. That, that's um, uh, Paula. That's right. And that's yeah. Paula Vera. Okay. Um, and we've become really good friends. And uh, we also do uh,
1: one of my other projects. <laughs> right. <'Cause> you, <laughs> yeah, say, because you actually also, um, you have a vo- voiceover studio um, yeah. and, and she's yeah. one of your female voices, she's great and also a great musician, yeah, Singer.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she's a, I mean, my goodness me, she's, a, she's actually the only non French professor of jazz music in the whole of France. Wow, yeah, uh, which That's is amazing. to reach that level. Uh, yeah. of, you know, uh, of um, education. Is, and there's is some
1: terrific, yeah, and there's some terrific, terrific artists in France. I mean, not only yeah. French French uh, artists, but um, expats that live there that are also, I guess France has always yeah. been, it's always been sort of a draw for that, right? I mean, Paris, you think of Paris in the 30s, um, the jazz, yeah. the uh, art movement, it's it's really oh, i guess it's just Joe's really baker <laughs> yeah. i mean it's yeah. so deep it's so deep in the in the culture there so so you had um to get back to jazz uh jazz republic radio so that was very successful and you met andrew reed and andrew is um publisher for jazz in europe magazine correct yeah and um, uh, and one of our he's also a terrific bassist and he's based in
0: oh Asia, wow yeah right uh in outside in another place called Hingelo but um yeah he's He's also a classic example of a you know he was in a number one boy band uh, in oh, the I 80s didn't know that. That's
1: funny. yeah in
0: um, Australia there was uh, uh, you know there was most people know men at work right um, and then there was another group called Perfect Strangers
1: Okay, and
0: I didn't know uh, that. he was yeah where they had number one hits and he was the in fact he also was offered a base job the bass playing job for men at work and he turned it down
1: oh funny and it's like yeah, it's funny. oh man yeah i know yeah you know what and we all and the thing is it's funny is we all have those stories i have i mean yeah, I've, I got, I've got like i i mean we'll talk about that down the road but i had a, yeah. a phone call for ray charles back in the day and oh. uh, and i couldn't do it because i was on the road i would have had to abandon the band i was currently with yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, like, it just killed me but you know you have to You no, have to make those decisions. I think I mean,
0: Andrew's Andrew's interesting because you know, way back then, of course, the whole pop here. I mean, he his band supported throughout Australia and Asia, um, Queen with Freddie right. Mercury when sure. they were over there. So but he he's been in the music industry for you know since
1: he was knee high to a grass yeah and andrew also had his um do you remember what's the name of the label that he had because he had his own rec- jazz record label
0: yeah well he was, well, was part of something and uh but that's sort of as i understand it that's closed now but,
1: right um, yeah now he's kind of he doing also, boutique stuff oh, but, I mean, but he's in, i mean what's amazing actually with um getting back to jazz in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, What's amazing about Andrew? So he's the publisher, but he's also handles the artwork and and the layouts,
0: yeah. and
1: and honestly, like it's world class. If, if you if anybody out there gets a the chance to check out one of the print, um, and we'll talk about how to find that online, yeah. but um, one of the print magazines or any all of the print magazines that have been put out by Jazz in Europe, they're, yeah. bu- they're beautiful, like amazing.
0: He's he's a very talented and multi talented um, personality and. Again, another sort of guy that hasn't um, suffered from entitlement issues right. yeah, uh, is an immigrant. Yeah, basically, a hard worker and an immigrant. And, sure. um, you know, uh, the, it manifests itself uh, in, in the platform uh, on, online and right. also in the work that he does. And, and also he subs himself out to um, artists, um, in all musical genres you know to do work for them uh, right. including you know designing their CD uh, programs and yeah. packages and, and artwork and so on and so forth so
1: what made you um, you and Andrew decide because you guys I mean jazz in Europe has been your baby um, really from the start you guys are partners and um, yeah uh, and, well, know, I mean, it's, it's it's really built into something you know, globally known and I mean fortunately um from opportunities you guys have given me I mean I've been able to speak to some of the world's great musicians I mean multiple Grammy winners Bobby Sanabria um Kenny Garrett all those guys um so tell me that story like how that you guys sat down and decided to start well
0: through uh connecting Paul Rivera with a record record label that he was involved with at the time um and he was aware that I was doing Jazz Republic Radio and then right. said, hey, would you be interested in featuring some of the artists from, from this label? And I said, sure, you know. Um, and then and we got sort of chatting and I think that, again, you know, both immigrants, both recognize what's required to make things work.
1: Right, both, he both entrepreneurs. I love jazz.
0: Yeah, yeah the entrepreneurial thing. And he's, he tells me this story about this young guy that's Dutch descendant from America Um, that comes to Europe and thinks there's no English speaking jazz magazine in Europe I want to start one up and um, so this young boy contacts my young man contacts Andrew and then says can you make this website for me and Andrew says yes and then sadly um, he was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer and uh, sort of So Andrew gets a phone call from him saying, please, will you look after this for me? Of course, Andrew's not going to say, I won't. Sure, Um, He's 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 got compassion like most of us. Um, But once the, the young man passed away, Andrew, of course, was busy with all sorts of other projects. So there was a couple of people that temporarily attempted to do things with him. But he told me the story and the passion of this young man. And it really touched me and jazz republic radio was just at a point where i felt that with some of the restrictions that were inevitably being placed on you know internet radio right because that's always
1: always changing sure
0: yeah so you know this whole thing about it's not only recognizing when the waves about to start and ride it it's it's knowing when you jump off the board as well because the waves going to dissipate right so I made that choice and, and, and timing wise, this came up and I, I went, okay, um, I'll do it. Um, so he said, well, would you be the editor? And I said, well, I've never done that before, but I, you know, I've certainly worked at a high level of,
1: and it's funny because writing. that's exactly what I told you <laughs> when you, when you approached me about writing <laughs> for jazz in Europe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it's that. Like, that. And so goes, go ahead. Yeah.
0: So I said, okay. So you know, I've I've never been one of these people that is into title, so to speak. Right. You know, it, for me, it's all about teamwork. Yeah. And I, you know, but I have been in management for a long time and had, you know, I've looked up to, looked after up to two hundred staff and been right. in charge. You know of how so to put
1: the put the machine together to make it all work, and yeah, and I, I know
0: what I know how to. I hope I can say this you know, hand on heart with human capital, as they say, and right. that you recognize that the whole team is only as strong as the weakest link, yeah, and sure. therefore uh, it's about cross-vitalization of skill sets and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and one of my jobs is always to sort of oscillate between the big picture and the little details. So right. anyway, I took on this project and, and committed to it with um, about – just under five years ago Mm. and it was basically nothing um just because of circumstances but there was the potential i could smell you know the potential so because really
1: there's i mean you know um i mean jazz compared to pop is um you know smaller in, in, i guess reach obviously but uh, but uh, but jazz fans tend to be extremely loyal tend to be very passionate about the music um and uh and it seems like on the face of it, the biggest jazz-related publications are all U.S.-based.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's right. You
1: know, uh, yeah. Downbeat, of course, for everybody—I mean, that's sort of yeah. the, the yeah. Um, gold standard, I guess, for that. Yeah. And then, and then there's Long some, time. Some, right, and then there's some other ones, but you—you guys managed to get jazz in Europe up in the top top uh, echelon of, of of jazz magazines quickly, right? Yeah. Which is yeah, something I mean, yeah. and then I kind of I kind of came in on the social media aspect uh, later, um, mm-hmm. and, and but, it's, but you really built something really great in five years. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks.
0: And uh, But it's, there's no magic secret to it. It is, you know, people have, don't know that, you know, sometimes I work 18 hours a
1: day. And, yeah, I know because um, I when we chat, you're you're like I'm just <laughs> doing this. Yeah, it's, I mean you know, it's, you, it's it's editing, it's putting the pieces together, it's
0: yeah. getting
1: talent or getting interview, um, yeah. you know, arranging interviews. It's it's such a huge.
0: I think the, the thing is that when I use the word work, um, but I was certainly enjoying it. Right. Um, yeah, so, I you know the process of. Um, building something from virtually zero yeah. into a world-class product in how long a period of time. And I also, I remember actually saying to Paola Vera, um, I can't really help you until people know who I am. And right now people right. don't know who I am. That was Two or three years ago.
1: Yeah, you have to get your, now, your credibility established.
0: That's exactly right. Because I'm this, this, who the hell's Nigel J, you know, or Nigel? I'm known okay. as Nigel J. Right. And that's a bit of a play on jazz, you know, but my middle name, John. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got to have a hook, as they say, right? But uh, now people that you say that name and they know what it means. Um, and look, you know, it's been the. <laughs> Yeah, it's been like that sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, what I've learned about the jazz industry is, yes, there's a the loyalty, but the, but it's like any other industry worldwide. Um, so I've applied all of the business skills and action and that I've developed over 40, 50 years now. Because all of the
1: same skills, yeah, I mean, the business yeah. skills, they transfer, right?
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's what I realized that, there was, some, it was funny, you know. I, I used to, um, and that's why I, I, I um, resonated with you because you stood out from the crowd um, to what I would call a lot of normal musicians. Um, and you had an entrepreneurial spirit, which, which I, I really appreciated, you know. Um,
1: yeah, that's actually, we'll tell people how we, how we kind of connected because it was actually through our friend, Fiona. Hunter yeah, Ross. another
0: another lady that's got an entrepreneurial. Yeah, I mean, um, and
1: amazing background. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, and a real firecracker
1: yeah.
0: personality as well. Great love, really just a real salt of the earth.
1: Yeah, I had done, and, um, I, I had done a, just, just to explain, like I had done an interview, actually a Facebook live interview with her at a, her recording studio in London, and uh, and you saw that, and then you kind of reached out to me about maybe doing some interviews and recording, or doing right, interviews yeah. written, um, and uh, it was funny, because that's not been my background, I mean, yeah, basically I'm a musician, although I've, I like doing the interview thing, it, it's fun for me, and it's something I've, I've developed a real passion for. Um, but I was a little trepidatious. I one thing I told you was I would need a really good editor because I'm not, I'm not the world's <laughs> best actually, you know, physical writer. And you, you said, well, I'm, I can do that. I'm, I'm, I'm brave enough yeah. to take on that task, which is a huge task. Um, but, but, you know, we've had a lot of fun together through that. And, um, yeah. and it's, it's amazing because actually jazz in Europe, I mean, you've literally, I mean, almost, I wouldn't say almost since the beginning, because of course it built, but, um, You've actually gotten access to the world's really the world's global uh, yeah. elite list of jazz artists. And not only, yeah. them, but also featuring up and coming, which is something I really have a passion for. Um, we just did um uh Ambrose Aki a- 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 I think yeah. I'm pronouncing his last name right. Um, yeah. so and, no, which is I mean, he's one. yeah, I mean, he's uh you know, really avant-garde, uh really interesting yeah. guy from Blue Note Records and um and on and those guys. So it's it's amazing that you built that. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Elling, right?
0: Um, you know, through Fred Hurst, you know, we've done Joey Francesca. Well, we've done all of them. You know, we've done things on the uh, Joe Laberno. You know, Kenny Garrett, uh, the Gil Evans Orchestra. Right.
1: A real sort of mix. Yeah, uh, uh, And that's, I think that's the advantage yeah. too of having the different writers from, who are coming from different perspectives. Yeah. Um, we have Ermina uh, also in London, who's great. And yeah. her, her yeah. husband, uh, Carl, yeah. is the house photographer um, at
0: Ron Scott's. Scott's. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And I, I had the fortunate uh, uh, chance to meet with them for lunch in London last time I was there. And um, it's, it's a great, it's a, what's, what's awesome about that, about the team with Jazz in Europe, it's, everybody is nice people. Really smart, the interviews are really interesting. I think they're re- 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 well done. I'm, I'm not talking about my own, but I'm talking about everybody else. Oh, yours is great! Oh, well, and uh, <laughs> I just do a little bit of fairy dust now, right? Yes, <laughs> as, you, as you should, it yeah. makes sense. But um, so so Jazz in Europe has been going, um, and I know it's 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 always changing and morphing a little bit, and and yeah um, um, you've had some. There's been some personal challenges for for some folks, um, but that's you know you're getting through that. Um, so what you also along the way have um, built and established music tribes and Jazz Talk News. Um, yeah, Jazz Talk Network. Me, now. Right. Tell me a little bit about that.
0: Um, well, quite rightly, as you say, you know everything. Uh, And of course, the current circumstances globally, which have impacted the music industry. Right.
1: Sure. Um, And that's that's another thing I wanted to ask you about, but go ahead. Uh,
0: Okay. But but prior to that, uh, you know, I I touched on podcasting way back when I was in Vancouver, BC, when it really started in the sort of year 2000-ish, 1998. Just the very
1: beginnings, right? Yeah. And
0: I, I was involved in it then. So I knew all about it. And I got the opportunity to um, another uh, really, you know, an artist that has got like the male versional vocal range of Mariah Carey Mm -hmm. Um, and this um, English Nigerian singer called Ola Onabule. Right. And Mm -hmm. uh, And I just, and and also a really good at lyrics. Yeah, uh, and a great, nice. also
1: a great interviewer. And he, um, yeah. yeah, he's actually, uh, well, he's supposed to be touring right now, of course. But um, his yeah. album, his, his new release is just, like,
0: amazing. Phenomenal, isn't it? You know, and, and again, that's, thank you for that. It segues into what I was going to say about his lyrics. Right. They're very poignant lyrics. And, and I'm very much attracted to the lyrics as well as the beat. Sure. So, and I'm one of those people I can't keep still when I hear music. So yeah. I wanted to interview Ola and I also had the uh, chance to interview Chuck Israels who, okay. you know, with Bill Evans. Right. So, and, and he was absolutely fascinating, very gracious. Um, so I interviewed him and some other really, really interesting people and, uh, you know, the first guy that really set up the whole live streaming concert system, uh, Claudio, um, his name will come to me in a minute. But uh, so I, I like, you know, industry people like what sure. Lord, you and I talked about. And right.
1: so musicians, so, producers, yeah, tech, everything. technical and end then, of it. Right.
0: And, and to be frank, to honest, it is handy when you go, uh, Hi, I'm the editor in chief of Jazz in Europe. Sure. And at first they go, the first time I tried it, uh, who the hell's jazz in Europe, right? And then when you suddenly start talking to people at a higher level or trying to get through to them and you say, this is the editor-in-chief of jazz in Europe. And then they say, oh, one moment, please. I'll get, you know, and then you get put yeah, on great. hold and then you get straight through to who you want to talk to. Then. Right. I knew that we were having an impact and then then it's like, would you like to be in? Yeah, please. That'd be great. And I'd love to. Absolutely. So um, I set up also jazz. uh, It was originally jazz talk news, but I turned it into jazz tribe network Mm -hmm. and I wanted to widen the whole thing because I had this sense about two years ago that um, as frankly, as a with all of the political challenges and problems that were going on, how important all forms of musical genres were to the um internal mental well-being of human beings
1: right yeah, just um, reaching out beyond just the music but also yeah that connection. and then also too we all we yeah. both have a love of of i mean jazz, but all music I, and i yeah. I personally i know right. you you're the same I, I listen to everything I mean I, my, well, my 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 uh, you know. Playlist is is pretty broad. It probably would surprise a lot of folks.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I was just listening to you know the Adagio for Spartacus earlier this evening.
1: You yeah, know, I mean, um, and I'll listen to uh, <laughs> I'll listen to rap and I'll listen to Metallica and I'll listen yeah. to George Benson and I mean everybody. Yeah. Like, we we have a very similar taste for that.
0: But. Yeah, well, we that's another thing we you know we off off camera we talked about that and and I think that's one of the other things that we found quite interesting in the parallels of some of our uh, in you know our lives experiences, and choices and and also philosophically but
1: so with with music uh, tribes and and that you really I mean the whole purpose was really to reach beyond just one genre and kind of tie it all together oh, with sort of the yeah. human experience really I mean
0: very much so so I I even had the brand uh, design in my head and uh, I ended up Getting that organized, all the graphics for that, and uh, also having it—you know—basically a you know, basically a, um, a clothing
1: brand as well that I've just set up. Right.
0: That also will support the whole idea.
1: And we'll put a. Um, and that's actually, yeah, the clothing brand thing is is really neat. It's neat the uh, the actually the company that we're working with for that is also great because um, it's mm-hmm. print on demand. You don't have to carry a bunch of inventory. Yeah. And we'll put a yeah. link to um both the company and also how to find um your music tribe's uh clothing page in, in this uh in this Oh, uh, well, thank episode you I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, well it, this... it'll be it'll be you doing it. So <laughs> it's... yeah, well actually
0: the interesting the one I've got on now, if you see there that jazz washes away the dust of everyday life by Art Blakely with the yeah, Jazz in Europe logo. Oh, wow. You know, this is a uh hey you know product placement kind of right, thing exactly yeah <laughs> so good. yeah i like it. i guess you know but <laughs> uh um, and you know what we, we we sell those for jazz in europe as well yeah. and and uh, you know uh I'll let people know now we, I, I, i'm planning to do something for you um because again the whole when you when you said to me hey nigel got this idea called music matters and i'm like tell me
1: more yeah i mean my, my and that's the thing because my you know we i know we're on the same page with a lot of that way of thinking and, and my idea i mean obviously with the covid situation has mm-hmm. um affected me personally you know working wise but affected everybody in a lot yeah. of ways and um especially musicians always sort of get um a little bit more damaged or challenged in that situation when stuff like this happens and my thought was you know i'd really like to um feature artists, up and coming artists and everybody, not just that, you know, m- yeah. manufacturers, labels and all that kind of thing. And, and we have, we both have a real passion for that, all aspects, not just, you know, who is the popular artist that we want to interview. Nice. Cause that's sort of, that's sort of the low hanging fruit. I mean, once you can get access to them but there's a lot of great people that work really hard every day in the music business to help yeah. support the business. That don't <laughs> exactly, yeah, and I mean exactly. I mean, podcasters, um, publishers, writers, people that don't really get the glory. In a way, I think that's exactly It's important, exactly right. it's important and, uh, to uh, shine the light on them, you know.
0: I yeah, you know, when you share these thoughts with me, I was like, yes, thank you, universe. You uh, know, because <laughs> uh, I, you know, truthfully, we're with everything that's going on. You know, the the truth is this this. This virus, uh, whatever you believe, um, it's an enemy that you can't see. Right. Even if it was, you know, some people don't think it's real. Some people do think it's real. It doesn't, from my point of view, that doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's placed people in a position, a lot of the time at home, where they've had to really stop and think. Right. But, of course, that what tends to happen with that is the the artist, the musician that draws from you know their inner creative well wellspring, and then they have a need to express that out in the world. Then it suddenly gets they get chopped off at the knees,
1: right? And, and then you, and have need, your, you have to reinvent yourself.
0: Yeah, and but they also need outlets like what you're offering,
1: right. so
0: that they can. It's not so much as a performance. It's 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 a bit like I feel what you're offering is saying to these people, and and I'm hope that's what I'm doing with music tribes unite, and you know the other brand I've got is music unites life, because it's we're one big family. We live on the same planet, you know, this, exactly. the same blue ball, and our right?
1: planet that's gotten a lot smaller with the internet yeah. and with social and yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean so your time difference and mine is is like eight hours or something but yeah. we we communicate and you know we're working on various projects together successfully right so it, it just demonstrates those things but giving an outlet that you are with this whole idea uh, to me um, is very exciting because it, it says to all different forms of people within that industry hey we we haven't forgotten that you're a family member.
1: Right. And the thing uh, is, that a, lot of times, nice a lot of times folks only think about those people when they see them on TV and they don't yeah. realize like, hey, they have lives, they have kids, they have families, they've got to yeah. pay their mortgage. You know, no matter, I mean, I had a, actually a really famous bass player that's globally known. I had that chat with him in Tokyo. We had dinner and um, he's like, you know, he goes, I'm, I mean, people know me. He goes, but I still have to make a living. I still got to pay yeah. my rent. And I'm like, yeah. and that's when I, you know, when I was working uh, with Cirque in Tokyo and I'm like, I totally get it. Like I, you know, and, and I've, I mean, I've been there, I'm there, I'm there now um, trying to, you know, reinvent myself and what I do and how you're going to make a living, how you're going to survive and and who knows, you know, how long it's going to take to, for things to quarter, sort of snap back and they may not snap back to what we know is normal ever. So.
0: I, I think that, I agree with you. I, I don't think snapping back is ever going to happen. But, uh, but I think that development and evolution within the music industry as part of the species and, and life in general is, whether we like it or not, it's changing. So, you know, there's the old adage is that you can either be part of the problem or part of the solution. And I think if you're solution-focused, it, it at least gives you a little bit of a shot in the arm for your own self-worth, dignity, and respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're working with people that also have that same sort of go-forward energy, you know, everybody's going to benefit from that, and that's going to impact their mental health in a positive way, their physical health, and give them a, a mission and a purpose in life. Yeah. Um, we all need those things. You know.
1: That's the thing I think you need to I mean, in situations like this, for me, what I like, I've recently started just working out every day just to have a place yeah. to go for myself, get off the Internet, shut all that stuff down and just just sort of it's really sort of meditation to, you know, um, the physical activity. But it's important because you've got to have a reason to wake up in the morning. Right. you got to have a reason to get out of bed go take your shower to do your thing and and when you're when your working situation has shut down I mean that it throws people you know we as humans were built to have that routine and when that routine gets upset it it, it affects every aspect of our life um, and I think I mean that's the thing with the music matters uh, project that we're doing is um, t- like again to really give people you um, you know, an opportunity to express themselves. I mean, we're we're fortunate with some of my partners, which is, you know, Music Crowns and uh, for the love of bass guitar music. I mean, we're fortunate to have a lot of uh, yeah. followers. Um, it's actually now where I think it, the, both those pages alone are up to 7 million and it's musicians, yeah. it's people that have a passion for music, um, for musical instruments, for all that stuff. Um, but I, I think that that, yeah, creating a positive outlet, a positive thing, um, is is so important. I mean, just personally, Definitely. professionally, you know. <laughs> but what's what's so. what's the future for you as far as um, music tribes and and for you personally? What well, do you want
0: to grow? I think you know what we just to tack on to what we've just talked about about everything that's changing and uh, you know with with jazz in Europe, I am sort of just stepping back a little bit. Um, Andrew's taking over the full sort of reigns and realms you know and i'm sort of so i'm having a little bit of what's called known as a i'm not going i'm just having a bit of a sabbatical because i need to self-actualize some of the other things i'm really passionate about right and uh which includes the music tribes Mm -hmm. um been doing stuff uh you know i've I've learned a lot about podcasting uh and particularly about post-production um and i'm i'm just i'm actually a bit of a geek anyway
1: yeah, Certainly. i mean the, the awesome thing about that for me because we have we also have our um, looking good feeling great podcast with dr roth who's a, a nationally known yeah. uh, plastic surgeon and that's yeah. something that we put together together and uh and uh that that's having your skills and that standpoint from that area uh is such such a great help for me um because that's that's the world i'm i'm not really i've never particularly been a technical guy as we were Setting up our Zoom uh, setup, uh, uh, Nigel realized that even more. But, <laughs> but, um, that's okay, I'll just set you some ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's great. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, for me, and I know you're the same way as I like to learn, I'm very much a hands on learner, I'm not so much a book learner I I need to get my hands in there and that's how I've been as a musician I guess Um, but um, yeah I I think the podcasting thing for both of us has been fun you also have uh, you're getting more heavily into voiceover you actually do the voiceover for the intro and outro for music matters which uh, people heard and are gonna hear as we finish yeah I've done
0: um, you know over the years um, in fact when I lived in Vancouver um, when sort of the internet was really in its infancy. I had um, a guy that actually made a lot of money as a young man uh, in the sort of um, computer industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's 26 years of age and he's driving around in a Lamborghini and so on and so forth. And then he's getting into website designs and some things like that. And and he had heard my voice on uh, a computer based training product that I had developed called the personal growth series. And I had narrated that and it was all about soft skills training in Canada right. for new immigrants. And he had, I think it was his father had bought it for a company of about 250 people contacted me and said, you have a really great voice uh, and it's English, but it's international. I said, "Well, I've lived all over the world," and he said, "Would you be interested in doing some voice work for me, um, uh, for as an sort of added value service for the websites that I'm building for customers?" I said, "Okay, uh, tell me more." And we we came to an agreement financially, um, and I did I did that on and off for about five years as a sort of a, another. Uh, something i enjoyed you know but it yeah. but it also i i it's, keep, it's, it's creative and see a thing in my bank account yeah you know, oh For sure wow another yeah you know. <laughs> so um and as you, as you know you know a lot of when i worked in immigration over that 15 years i was also a, an adult teacher i've also been on the lecture sur- circuit and in front of thousands of people talking
1: right
0: and and i am also trained in counseling so I think that well, uh, people have said to me that that my they'd like to hear my voice, and so I decided that okay, now I feel comfortable. I you know, my 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 wife Pia, would always say to me, you know, you've got this voice, Nigel, that um,
1: I, I always say. Uh, I uh, said it has your voice yeah. has gravitas. Which is, yeah, uh,
0: it's just it's strange when people say that to me because inside my head, right. <laughs> um, it's different. <good>. <laughs> but, but of course, I also, uh, you know, my wife is my greatest audience in relationship to doing all these different sort of accents and some voices and so on and so forth. And, and I've been, I know it might sound indirectly connected, but it, it is, but I, you know, I, I played uh, Father Christmas a number of years for children and Fine. thoroughly enjoyed it I, yeah. I wanted to do some work for audio uh, for the blind mm-hmm. and uh, book narration and uh, maybe including a children's book right. so uh because i can just honestly in my studio and i've got proper vocal booth with high, expensive you know i i do have the i'm fortunate enough to have the uh, facilities to buy good equipment but but that's not enough. It's, it's you and your relationship with the microphone and how,
1: yeah.
0: you know, you know, how you get. Well, your, that's actually, I learn. mean, that
1: the voiceover thing and people think, oh, that's, they just think, ah, they hear a commercial. I'm like, no, actually, yeah, that's a, there's a big art to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually have a, we, so. we talked about, I, um, we haven't, I haven't introduced you yet, but, uh, my friend Scott Brick, actually I went to high school with yeah. and, and Scott's actually the number one, um, book he's, voice.
0: he's a he's like uh royalty
1: yeah he's he's one of the, yeah. the top guy in the world and, and i which yeah. is funny because i didn't really I, I we actually had a a party in Huntington beach which is where i'm kind of originally from and he was mm-hmm. there and uh, and i always you know he's a nice guy from high school i didn't really know and some friends were telling me about that I'm like that's pretty neat because i mean that's i mean you think about that too that's open opens up the uh, books on tape opens up a whole world for people that are blind, for people that have yeah. certain, you know, things, and, and just even regular people that love that format. It's it's pretty neat. but you
0: know. I think it is, and, you know, just interconnected to that in my mind, you sent me this wonderful album to check out on YouTube from Muscle Shoals and the Fan Recording Studio. Yeah. And, uh, because you'd had a conversation, and I'll let you talk about that. But I heard their album where they did the version of You Gotta Serve Somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. You know, the old Bob Dylan. And, and wow, what a great, you know, they got Chris Stapleton on it, um, Woody Nelson, the Yeah. Um, or name, but Alan but Jackson. The thing is that those. People, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's. A, but the lyrics are very. Again, the lyrics are really, really important.
1: And I think so. That, if people um, to to mention that. So my. Mm-hmm. Um, we went and recorded. I have a good friend Guget, um who's an artist from Finland, and and we were talking about places to record because he wanted to work on his new album, and we were both huge fans of the documentary film Muscle Shoals. So we were talking about that and, uh, and he wanted to fly over anyways. And I said, you know, what we should do is we should go down and record there because there's so much history. And if people have seen the film, um, Rick Hall, who is the producer and owner, I mean, it's amazing. The people that recorded there, the songs that were recorded yeah. there, people should actually go ahead and, and and research that. I mean, even songs like Man Loves a Woman was recorded there aretha had her first hit there um just on and on and uh so what's funny is i i through we went down there recorded um rick was actually still alive at that point the owner original owner um but he was but he was actually in the hospital we we didn't get a chance to meet him but we became friends with rodney hall his son and um and who's also a great producer and runs the studio and uh so we became friends with rodney and um and so that album you're talking about it's um small town big sound That's um right. yeah from from uh fame recording studios and muscle Shoals. and uh we were, the, one of the songs is Mustang Sally which I love their version and uh, Wilson so I, Pickett, I, I, yeah. right and uh, so I actually uh, the newer version on that album um and I can't think of the artist who sang it which oh Brent it? Smith Brent, right okay and Brent, uh, Brentley Brentley yeah, Brentley and, Smith. What a yeah, voice. The, yeah, I know it's crazy. Wow. So anyway, so that 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 uh, Mustang Sally is actually our intro for this Music Matters podcast. Yeah. Um that the, the intro part of it because it's just it's so good. And actually, I, you know, we're going to, we'll put a link up for, for fame and, and Rodney and that thing. And, and yeah. we're thanking them for the, uh, the, they allowed us to use that, which is amazing. Yeah.
0: Real privilege.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just, I mean, that whole record. I, I told Nigel when I heard that record, I was like, it's actually, I mean, not to be overly dramatic, but it's actually life changing. There's so many great, every song is a yeah. little diamond. Um, it's, yep. it's all artists or mostly artists people would, would know or recognize that are doing the basically the, the, Best of Muscle Shoals tunes. Yeah,
0: like it's on your top five, right? You know, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Also, the Muscle Shoals. If it's not, it should be. Yeah, if it's not,
1: it should be. (laughs) (laughs) And the Muscle Shoals uh, film soundtrack too is amazing. um, So. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, just to get off on that, but yeah, uh, it's
0: not like uh, we are not being paid by these people. No, it's just we're no. excited about and it,
1: and they're very, they're very kind to let us use that. Um, yeah. So moving forward, so we're going to have. Um, Can I just say one thing about that?
0: And, you're and going, sorry, uh, because I think it's actually a point where everything we talked about tonight, including your conversation with Rodney, is is that. You're seeking out and working with people within the music industry that have got integrity. Yeah. Because there are a lot of sharks out there, you know, right. in the ocean. Um, yeah. I, I
1: like to, So, you know, for me, like, and then we, we've had that chat, but I, I like to surround myself with people that are good people that are positive people. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of negativity in the world. And I, I don't, yeah. I don't really want to embrace that. I try, I, I don't always succeed, but I try to, um, avoid that and I think the thing is there's a lot of great people out there and like, again like people that need to be have the light sh- shown on them a little bit
0: yeah definitely
1: um, even people that are famous but but people don't know their full story you know and we think we've got some some great guests coming up and and Ooh, they're really? all okay yeah and they're world-class um, and people that I've already got you know good great commitments from people that good. play with groups and are established artists on their own that everybody Almost on the planet would know, um, so we've got that coming up, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about, now. yeah, and I'm excited <laughs> <I know>. about, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know who some you know who some of them are, but um, okay. but, so yeah, but, uh, no, I bet there's some I don't know yet. There's yeah, exactly. So and 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 uh, that's exciting, and um, we're going to be releasing once a week. Um, we'll be available on Spotify, iTunes, um, Podbean, Google uh, Podcasts. I mean, and, and on all the, all the outlets, Alexa. And, right. And that's thanks to you because you do a lot of the laid work for me with that. And, mm-hmm. and then that's, that, that's the part that, um, that I'm not particularly great at, but I, and I, I appreciate all the work that you do for that. Um, and it's, it's exciting. The tango. But, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we do, we do a lot together with the social media stuff and all that. Yeah. So um, any uh, parting thoughts and actually also to tell people how they can find you and, and your projects.
0: Okay, well, I think that, or I feel from everything that we've talked about and, sh- and, and it's shared and, and it's, this is really a podcast that I feel allows people to have quality time together. Um, that's very important in today's world. Rather than just he said this, she said that, and so on and so forth. So that's really critical from, from my point of view, and that's why I fully support this. My own projects, um, apart from this,
1: uh, you know,
0: musictribesunite.eu is the shop, or musicunites.life. That's, those URLs get forwarded into my main sort of a, a shop
1: you like for that, that's sort friends. of your, your. Have
0: a look around.
1: That's sort of your home base, I guess you would say, right?
0: Yeah. Sorry, I've just my ear plug fell out there. Can you say oh, that again?
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so the Music Tribes um, uh, site is is sort of home base for you, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then we got this. Uh, oh God, what's the name of those two guys from the Grief Coast? You know. <laughs> but they're on Jazz Tribe. Yeah, that's
1: our other yeah. our other podcast the Gro- <laughs> at the Groove Coast. Yeah, that would be me and John yeah. Stancellantino in Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: yep. yeah, lovely John as well. So, and I, I recommend that you you know go and check that. That's www then one word jazz tribe So you know a lot of people say com, but it's actually dot network. Right. Um, music unites one word dot life or music tribes unite one word. Dot EU. Mm-hmm.
1: Then, of and course, then probably the easiest way they can here. find the, the podcast, yeah. The podcast aspect of that is actually on Spotify, right? They can just, yeah,
0: it, sure. it's all on Spotify. Um, uh, jazzinEurope.com, yeah. uh, and the uh, uh, yeah, also, I'm sure people will enjoy you and Dr. Roth as well. Because it's so interesting what the two you two guys talk about. So talk even about, though it's not music, plastic. but it's
1: we, right. We yeah. talk about plastic surgery, but actually, Dr. Yeah. Ross, a fascinating guy. He's he's really he a geni- he's really a genius guy. Um, he's also the the fight doctor uh, for um, Top Rank Boxing which is yeah. the world's largest boxing promoter. So we have a lot of fun with that. Um, that's just at looking good, feeling great podcast with yeah. Dr. Jeffrey Roth. And that, again, that's on iTunes and Spotify. And, yeah. and we'll put all those links in the, uh, in the uh, episode description along with your links. Um, so people. Yeah. Can, well, I got, can I've, I've
0: got other things that, that you know, they're, they're, they're at various levels. So some aren't what I call right ready yet.
1: you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so we'll update, and I, lucky, I mean, we, we talked about, yeah. um, we'll update folks, but also we talked about having, you're going to be a co-host for me on some of these, um, especially yeah. especially on the jazz side, because um, we, you know, a lot of those artists and those those folks in that world, and I think it's, I want to cover everything, not just, you know, rock, pop, you know, jazz is, is great also um so th- thanks so much for joining me this is my oh. you know, inaugural episode <laughs> it was going yes. to be a, it was going to be a short one but i know whenever we talk it's never <laughs> short as my wife can uh, attest she hears me talking at six in the morning and she's going oh i must yeah. be with these oh. talking with nigel yeah but
0: <laughs> p is that my wife peers the same she's going oh
1: you know <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. Well, that's good.
0: We, have, yeah, you know, we She does have say great, to me, "But you're having fun." I like, go,
1: "Oh yeah." Yeah, well, we have great, great chats and and not yeah, just yeah. about music, but sort of life in general. Yeah. And uh, and then someday we'll have you on talking about the UFO stuff because that's another passion that we both. Oh, okay. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's yeah. a whole other thing. So, yeah. um, and also, if you guys want to find me and Music Matters, this is going to be our first episode, episode one, and and we're going to be um, um, out of the gate. We're going to be um, pod. Being Spotify and then it takes a bit to get get uh, iTunes and the others up but um, definitely Spotify and iTunes will be the first up and I'll be posting links on my social pages and all that you can find me um, and and Music Matters on Twitter Instagram um, just search for Music Matters with Daryl Craig Harris easy to find and uh, thanks so much for joining us Nigel I, I know we've only Pleasure. barely we've only barely scratched the surface with you um, we could probably go three hours <laughs> But, yeah, that's um, fine.
0: So, Abit, thank you so much. I, I, you know, it genuinely is a real pleasure, um, and you know, I'm very supportive of of what uh, you're wanting to actualize. and that and that's exciting to me as well. Um, and we need more people that uh, to do those things to move the music industry back into, you know, out, out of the shadows and back into the light again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but but in a new way that is much more balanced in in, in equality with with the whole thing, especially for the artists, right? Um, yeah, yeah we're we're, and,
1: we're not one hundred percent agreement with
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and, and who knows? You know, never say never as they go, and uh, things miracles do happen. Um, it's just about applying yourself and people having thought that's focused on those things in a positive outcome.
1: Right.
0: Because there is a lot of power in the power of thought. Yeah. So, um, yep. you
1: know. power, The power of information, for sure. Yeah.
0: And knowledge is king, as they say. So, um, you know, keep on providing that knowledge.
1: Yeah, try You know, we're, we're, we're working on it together. So thanks thanks so much for everybody to joining us. And um, please look out for episode two. That's coming soon. And again, find us on uh, social media. Send us uh, your questions. Definitely our, our guests uh, that are interested in appearing. Also, you can message us. And we look forward to chatting with everybody. Thanks so much, Nigel. Thanks. You're welcome. Pleasure. Right. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thanks
0: for joining us and please consider subscribing to our podcast and follow us on our social media pages for guest announcements.